I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday. The desk is a barrier. Hooray for Monday, May 16, 2022. Imagine a classroom in which students greet their teacher at the door, enter the room, grab a mat and take a seat in a circle on the floor, then engage in a warm-up that involves clapping or jumping or stretching every day in every class period. You may be imagining an early childhood classroom, but these are middle schoolers, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. I give them time to arrive in the space, explains Chiara Monticelli, an Italian language teacher at Hardy Middle School in Washington, D.C., who encourages her students to chat with one another at the beginning of class and believes connection and vulnerability are at the heart of meaningful learning. I had the opportunity to speak with Chiara this week about her classroom, in which students spend more time up on their feet than sitting still. Chiara's middle schoolers know the routine and get into action literally as soon as they enter the classroom. I find that moving together creates the communal space, Chiara says. When her students begin each class in a circle, engaging in an activity that requires them to take turns leading and following one another, they get into the habit of looking at and listening, not only to their teacher, but also to one another. I asked Kiara how she knows kids are learning and what she would do if someone, say a parent, were to challenge her unusual approach. Her reply was simple. I would call up their child and start having a conversation in Italian. Kiara also makes a point of showcasing her students' learning. For example, right now the walls outside her classroom are covered with students' superhero projects, which demonstrate their growing knowledge and understanding of descriptive words. Kiara has a reputation for being an unusual teacher, and parents say their children love her class. In fact, She was recognized as the 2021 DCPS World Languages Teacher of the Year. Kiara knows her students are the best advertisement ever for her approach. She says, now everyone wants to be in Italian class. Classrooms like Kiara's are indeed unusual. In fact, as I wrote in a recent letter to the editor in the Washington Post, sitting still is such a big part of what we expect kids to do that it is often considered one of the most important skills children need to master in order to succeed in school. But as we thoughtful educators know, learning increases and discipline problems decrease when students are actively engaged, not only intellectually, but also physically. Teaching the whole child includes the body. In classrooms like Kiara's, where physical movement is key, students don't get to hide behind their desks. Neither do teachers. Kiara points out, the desk is a barrier between the teacher and the students, and also between the students and the other students. The circle puts you in a vulnerable space. She's found this setup makes her students more willing to speak in Italian, even when they aren't sure about the vocabulary or the accent. They don't mind messing up or looking silly because they're in the habit of being vulnerable with each other all the time. What remains when we clear space in our classrooms? What do structure, routine, and clear expectations look like 
when desks and chairs aren't in the picture? What would happen if teachers and students expected to be active, physically and intellectually, all day long? Read on for ideas on how to make this a reality. Links to the resources are in the written version of Hooray for Monday, as well as the notes for this episode. Resources, six ways to bring movement into your teaching. Science, check out this hashtag inspired to learn activity called How Vigorous Is My Heart, in which students observe the difference between their resting and active heart and breath rates. This activity also involves math as students chart their heart rate during various activities. You can find it on our website, inspiredteaching.org. Math. For anyone with a smartphone, look at the apps that track your steps. When are you most active during the day? When are you least active? There are endless opportunities here to work on graphing, prediction, and other math skills. Social studies. Invite your students to research dance forms that are part of the culture and time period your class is studying. For example, how environment and terrain influence dance styles in regions across the continent of Africa, or what the Pavan and Galliard can teach us about social norms in Europe during the Renaissance. Of course, as part of each presentation, have students teach the class some of the dance type. Language arts. For poetry, or any kind of writing with a meter to it, invite students to walk around the room to the meter of the piece, or tap it on their desks, unless you've decided to eliminate desks by now. Thank you to my friends at Folger Shakespeare Library for teaching me, years ago, that Shakespeare's iambic pentameter has much in common with Dr. Seuss's writing. March around the room chanting, I do not like green eggs and ham, and it won't be long before you're ready for, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Foreign language. Do what Kiara does. Have students travel through space like a cat or a wolf or a tightrope walker, while other students use the vocabulary they're learning to describe the movements. There's a link in the written version about an activity involving storytelling with hands and feet that would work really well in language learning too. It's at inspiredteaching.org. Advisory, interdisciplinary. Take a field trip around your school. Explore the architecture inside and out of the building. When was it built? Have there been additions or renovations? How can you tell which part of the building is old and which part is new? Check out the landscaping. What kinds of plants are native to your school? Can your students be part of planting a flower bed? What about a butterfly garden? There are all kinds of math, history, social studies, language arts, fine arts, and science lessons available here. Check out the written version of Hooray for Monday for more resources, including a link to sign up your high school students for Speak Truth this coming Tuesday, May 17th at 6 p.m. And there are also links for our June Inspired Teaching Institutes in person at the National Arboretum in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, June 11th at 10 a.m. Eastern and online Wednesday, June 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern. 
the June Institutes are focused on reflection, mindfulness, and asset framing. Hooray for Monday is published weekly by Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and yes, physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience, away from compliance and toward authentic engagement. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.